This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Welcome back. It's Kelly and Ramia. Thanks for tuning in here on AMI. Kelly McDonald and Ramia Amadin, we're the hosts of today's show. And we are looking ahead to the holidays. We like doing this in all kinds of aspects for a lot of the fun. Like yesterday, we talked a lot about theater and performances and things going on around the country that you can check out as the holidays approach. But also, let's talk about some of the difficult conversations and the difficult experiences that people uh, may have various circumstances that people have as well around the holidays. The holiday season can be exceptionally difficult for families in need, and the Peel Children's Aid Foundation Holiday Wishes for All campaign is underway now to help uh, this kind of circumstance. So they have a toy and clothing drive that we want to talk about now, and we're going to be speaking more about it with Marianne Kerr, CEO of the Peel Children's Aid Foundation. Uh, to talk about what we can do to help improve these circumstances and situations for children and families in need. Marianne, thank you for coming on the show. Thanks so much for having me, Ramya. I'm glad that we're focusing on this with you. Can we first chat about Peel Children's Aid Foundation, what it is, what is it that the work you do? Sure. Uh, We've been around, this is our 20th year uh, in existence, and uh, our job is to raise funds for the Peel Children's Aid Society. Uh, And the Peel Children's Aid Society serves one of the most diverse populations uh, in the country, certainly in Ontario. Uh, And uh, last year, there were about uh, just over 10,000 calls that they responded to. Uh, And from that, uh, they were able to to do about 98% of their work in the homes of the the children, youth, and families uh, that they serve. So our job is to help raise money for the things that government doesn't fund. And I'm sorry, I've been mm. saying foundation, so society. Yeah. Okay. No, we're the foundation. Okay, okay. Do, yeah, no, you got it right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, this question, especially in the last few years, we say, well, gee, of course it's a tough time. I, it, everything is mm-hmm. a tough time. But I think what I'm looking for here as we discuss why the ho- holidays are a particularly tough time, Marianne, is why particularly this year and in what way? Yeah. Well, I think that we've all been hearing the news, obviously, uh, about the fact that um, we're in some form of a recession. Uh, These are difficult economic times. Uh, Mm -hmm. The number of people using food banks has increased tremendously. Uh, And, you know, holidays, whether you were celebrating uh, Diwali uh, uh, 10 days or so ago, uh, or uh, you're, you're coming up for Hanukkah or Christmas or Kwanzaa, they're times of the year when typically we're expecting it to be joyful, right? We're we're spending it with family. uh, We have lights surrounding us, all of these kinds of positive things. But if you're struggling uh, with the day-to-day, right, of of trying to keep food on the table, a roof over your kids' heads, making sure you have warm winter clothing, um, the, the idea of gifts is sort of secondary you know it's 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 you're hopeful that you'll be able to do that but you're you're making pretty tough choices already with limited ability to to fulfill them yeah and you've you've laid out circumstances here marianne that um you know we used to maybe think of it as uh people in need 
as a, a category of themselves. But what I think is happening in the last several years, too, is that we're becoming more empathetic because it could easily be any of us, any of us listening, any of us um, who are experiencing all or some parts of the things that you're describing. Yeah, that's right. And I think it's interesting. I, I love that you posed it that way or positioned it that way, because, you know, um, especially for the children and youth that are involved with uh, with a, a children's aid or child welfare organization, of which there are 50 in the province of Ontario, um, you know, they're dealing with some of the toughest circumstances of their young lives. Mm. Uh, they're very defining times, and it, it can happen uh, to anyone in any socioeconomic background, uh, fr from any cultural background. Uh, so, yeah, I think, I think it, and also, you know, we have this thing called the working poor, right? right? I mean, yeah. And it's it's just it's just getting worse. So, yeah, we're. I think if you've never had to make a choice between, uh, you know, paying for your heating bill or or rent or food, uh, and something has to give, then this is your chance to give back, right? And and yep. to help others. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, and it's such a disparity now because. Things aren't just a little more expensive. Things aren't just a little tighter. It's choking people off. I mean, we've always heard, hey, make ends needs, pick up a little extra something in the way of work, maybe around Christmas time. Then things progress to where now it's just almost impossible, even if you are able and have the means to do some of those other things, man. It's really tough. Yeah, Kelly, that's exactly right. And I think that, um, you know, one of the things we've been trying to do, um, you know, we do talk about a toy drive and a clothing drive, but this year we're actually really focused on financial donations and financial support. Because, you know, I, I, if you if you stop to think about kind of one of the happiest moments you've mm. had when you've given someone a gift and it was exactly the right gift and that sense of joy you got from giving the right gift, mm. right? Because you're, you were able to express Something your they love needed. for those folks. That's yeah. right. But what we want to do is we want to give the young people and the families we work with, we want to give them the opportunity to choose for themselves, right? If we can provide, if we get cash donations, we can provide our families with gift cards uh, so they can choose. Do I need right. to, do I need to spend it on dinner or do I need yep. to get gifts or, you know, it's, it's so much more, um, you know, it's about agency, right? Mm -hmm. So tell us what you're looking for then, or what uh, kinds of donations and offerings are you accepting, um, the toy and clothing drive specifically? Yeah, so we knew uh, new clothing and new toys um, from the age of infant right up to, um, we actually have uh, young people right up to the age of 23 uh, who, who are part of um, the work that uh, Peel Children's Aid Society does. Uh, so, so any kind of um, clothing and, uh, and uh, warm clothing really is the critical thing for us. Um, and it's generally winter coats because we do have, um, we have a warehouse, we have a distribution center where we have um we do have hats and we have mittens but we are really low this year on a uh, good warm uh winter clothing okay and it's interesting too when you talk about 
the days when you'd say to somebody, gee, I don't know what to get you for Christmas. And you'll say, well, a gift certificate or some money. Oh, I'm not going to do that. And now we need it. People have kind of got past that. But let people judge what they need, you know, instead of just saying, well, they'll either use it or they won't. And, you know, when we're talking people who are in the need in that way, who just as much as I do or anybody else, the next person, have their own pride to let them make their choices and, and do that. With that being said, is this something we should see a little more thought about whether it's on government level, on other agency level, what needs to change on that systematic level? Oh, what a good question. Well, you know, the number I keep hearing, I've, I've been doing this work in this particular uh, organization for about six months, is that in the province of Ontario, the child welfare system is underfunded by about $27 million. So there is a systemic need for more government funding, absolutely. Uh, and I think um, we want to try and focus on prevention, right? So the more, uh, so when I said there were about over 10,000 calls last year um, of that, only 150, although only sounds like the wrong word, but 150 mm -hmm. children <laughs> who were in care, right? So that means that, you know, through preventative measures, um, we were able to be uh, be there so that families could stay together. And as a kid, that happened to me. I had a visit from the, the Children's Aid Society, and they helped me and my siblings stay together with my mom. And I believe that was a transformative moment in my life. I mean, I, I can't imagine how different my life would have been if that hadn't been the case. And the thing is, Marianne, in all honesty, we'll, the people who are donating, those of us who are um, giving to the toy and clothing drive or financial donations, whatever it may be, we may not understand or directly connect with the other end of it, right? Whoever is right. receiving our donation. It's just not always possible, or at least not with every initiative. Um, so what should we keep in mind? You already touched on a couple of these things, um, you know, in terms of intention, but what else mm -hmm. can we keep in mind? Because I think it's it's incredible when we can just go within ourselves, as you pointed out with your own experience, to say like, hey, what did it mean to me growing up to have gifts, to have a good holiday season, to understand, um, you know, what it's like to feel the festivities? Yeah, I think one of the things we can really do is connect with um, our coworkers, with our friends, with our family. We all have networks, right? Um, and and ask if they want to be part of something together. Build a I sense of community, that. all right, around raising money for for the foundation. Because uh, honestly, I, I think we get as much by doing that as, if not more, than the folks who are on the receiving end of things. And I think sometimes we forget how much work it is to be the person receiving. It's mm -hmm. hard to need. It's hard to to stand up and say, you know what, I need to go to a food bank this week in order to yeah. feed my family. It takes great humility, um, and we want to give people as much dignity as possible in this process. We're working together. We're working alongside, uh, and so that's really the reason we're uh, promoting that move, you know, because we've always been about toys, new toys, and new uh, coats, and we still need them, but it's part of the reason we're moving towards cash and, and gift cards because we want to give people choice, um, and we want people to feel that that this is it's up to them to decide what they yeah. need. Exactly. The who knows better than themselves. We've had people on here from food banks before. And one of the things they talk about is, of course, as we get out of the season, get into January, maybe maybe even further down, March into the summer, and food kind of donations trickle off a little bit, which, of course, is a, is a big issue and a concern. So 
I'm curious, we're talking about the holidays, but how can we help kids and families all year round, Marianne? Yeah, another great, another great point, Kelly. So this campaign, our goal is to raise uh, $350,000. Last year, we raised about $260,000. Uh, and it helps us to do this work all year long. Uh, and it's helping with every holiday that our families are celebrating. Uh, I think we're about, we have almost 70% of the population in Pila region um, is culturally diverse. Uh, so we, we are doing this work all year round. Uh, so this is our, this is just our busy drive, right? Because we figure people are more generous. Statistically speaking, people are more generous uh, at the end of the year. Some people yes. need to make donations because of tax reasons. Uh, that's never been my issue <laughs> for me, but you know. Um, but more giving though. The people are honestly yeah. in more of a giving mode. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah. So we're working on this year round, no matter uh, no matter what the holiday, uh, no matter when the need is, and and very often for our families, it's kind of a middle of the night need. Uh, and if we're able to provide a family with the food, culturally appropriate food, for instance, and that's the other reason a gift card is great, because sometimes a food bank just has what they have, mm. uh, and it's not what somebody's family is really going to eat right so um it's really critically important if we get the donations we can support them it's diapers it's toiletries it's right. it's just the everyday things that families need oh my gosh along with gifts so yep. many great examples yep. and so much good intention marianne thank you so much for your time thank you so much for having us all the best with everything, and I Thank hope you. we all take away something um, precious from this conversation. We were speaking with Marianne Kerr, CEO of the Peel Children's Aid Foundation, and we were talking about helping families in need during the holiday season. Can you we imagine those things that people just don't even think and trying to make donations instead of just simply mm -hmm. if they had the people had the money or the gift certificate to go out and get those toiletries or whatever. And exactly. there's so many things that we, as generous as we might want to be, will leave off of that list and yep. not and even think about. Culturally appropriate rings very you true bet. as well. Very much. We have a second hour of the show coming your way in this edition, talking voices later on in the show with Jacob Shemansky. He's technical producer for AMI-audio. Also, Young Wang is joining us to talk about gender differential uh, inequalities, and she's going to talk about some personal experience and some learnings from things that have uh, come across her way. But up next, students and staff at a local elementary school in Medicine Hat, Alberta, are getting the opportunity to learn about a variety of disabilities later this month. And community reporter Tony Farmer is going to tell us all about that after the break. Keep it here for more of Kelly and Ramya on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts.